0: 49 is deep in the heart like Joe Montana in the corner D. Clark. stiff Farm going 99 don't get it twisted One and all with time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down
1: sideline greatest owner of all time Bill all students Bill Walsh.
2: Don't ever forget Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the 49er Fatal UK show It is the night after the first game of the season The four hosts of tonight's show are all feeling a little bit rough still. Um, You may notice that our voices have basically cracked and we may struggle to get to the end of this podcast without one of us dropping out. But, in the meantime, let me introduce you to who's on tonight's show. We have Najikara.
0: Hello, everyone. Paul Hope. It doesn't feel great, baby. (laughs) And Neil Grimm. Hello.
2: Do it for your
0: oh. <laughs> I
2: love that one. I love it. <laughs> okay. We did. Yeah, so it was a really good night in Leeds. Um, yeah. I think pretty much everybody who's a part of the group will have seen the photos coming through. There's some good photos, good videos. It was quite surprising to get a happy birthday sang to me one week before my birthday. Um, that, that came out of the blue a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it was a good night. It was a successful night. Um, Based off the number of rally towels I gave away and Paul gave away and the people who I already knew had rally towels, so they didn't get an additional one, I believe we had 70 people there last night, which was outstanding, absolutely fantastic effort. Um, The atmosphere was great. And I think other than poor Jay Reynolds, I think everybody got away without any major injuries. Um, obviously, we don't know about Jay yet because he's refusing to go to the hospital. <laughs> but potentially, he's got a few cracked ribs. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, he's feeling better soon.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Go to the hospital, Jay. Come on. Um, yeah. No, it was good. It was a good night. Um, my first meetup. Um, and I mean, we're going to talk about the game, which obviously didn't. But it didn't. It didn't impact the night too much. I think. Uh, yeah, it was great to meet everyone. Um, as you can tell all of our voices are a bit broken um great to meet paul in person and uh, yeah it was just it was great it was amazing to be there um, watch a game all together and experience Niners football all together it was it was awesome to, there, to be there yeah for sure
3: just to make a point about jay reynolds it's um it, it, it might it might have some crack ribs but it, it's not through fighting.
1: He had a he had a little fall. So let's <laughs> yeah. clear the on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no fighting in this. It was... No fighting. Everybody was very behaved. <laughs> it was. I quite mean, a, a comical fall.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, before we talk football, Lee, like you said, there, Nadji, you, you undersold it. Me and Nadji have been doing these pods for two years now. Yeah. When you walked in the bar, Nadji. You gave me the biggest man hug. That I'd had until I got one later on from another guest. And anybody who <laughs> anybody who is on the fence about coming to meetups, Nadji. And I think yesterday we were talking to new people who were a bit nervous. I think yeah. once you've been to one and you've that like you said that didn't ruin the night. We are going to get into the game. Um, but the meetup, like Lee said, there it was fantastic to see all the numbers. Um, everyone yeah. made a great effort. Just wanted to say a big shout out to Craig Hill as well. He did the giveaway. Lee. yeah, yeah Which, absolutely. Um, amazing,
3: yeah.
0: You know, again, Craig's. Sold many items to the group, and I think it helped with the atmosphere. And yeah, yeah. thank you for everyone that who came. And uh, the journeys back today were very quiet. And like you <laughs> said, Lee, our voices may not hold out, mate.
2: Yeah, I think that is definitely going to be the case. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's the fact that uh, I was talking so much to everybody last night, yeah. or whether or not it was those fireballs that finished off the night. <laughs> Bit of both, which finished off both of the night and me yeah um, same. So, so let's let's get into the subject why we're here what we're doing the podcast for and obviously it was last night's game i have rewatched the game through sober eyes today in the uh, the game in 40 minutes um, and i was pleasantly surprised to find out i didn't feel as bad as i actually did last night after watching it live um, yeah. but before i give my opinion let, let me pass you across to Naji, and let's see what Naji thought of the game
1: yeah i watched it on, the, on my way home as well this morning with uh clearer eyes and uh, a better better critical eye than uh, you know watching it with uh, you know seventy people screaming and everything um I didn't think it was that bad, but I still think it's pretty bad um considering who we're playing and 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 you know the way the n f l works um I'm not quite sure where to start i think maybe we can start talking about Trey because he's gonna be a, he's our QB and and that's you know, he's the main man, right? Um, I don't know, I don't know how I feel because we we want to be patient with him, but I also for he had such amazing few plays and and thing, the potential is is there that i kind of wanted to see more i think not completing 50 percent of your passes is a bit of a big no-no and he's admitted himself today or, or yesterday during the press conference too many mistakes and 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 i agree i will say that he didn't lose us the game um by any means but i think the pick was pretty bad and, and probably the worst time possible uh ten thirteen at that time um Missing Croft on the walk-in touchdown when we're 7-up to go 14 nil up uh, is almost as bad as throwing a pick. Um, But yeah, I think we've seen the ceiling and if it's up from here, I'll be very happy um, with Trey.
2: Uh, So so do, do you mean we've seen the floor, not the ceiling?
1: No, yeah, we've seen ceiling as well. Like he's dropped some dimes yesterday, and those ex- expanding plays where he, he's managing to get like seven yards out of nowhere—that's that's the kind of thing he can do, and we've seen it. So, and I mean, in a real live action game. So, um,
2: so I've got to say, if if we <clears> have <throat> truly seen the ceiling, I think I might be a little bit disappointed.
1: So I, th- I think
2: he can get much better than that. Obviously, there's a lot of factors which went into how he played last night, yeah. how the whole team played last night. But I, I can't agree that we've seen the ceiling. I think no, this- no, I,
1: I, I don't mean his, his entire ceiling. I think I've, I've, we've seen flashes of what he can do is what I mean. Um, and if he can string a full game of those kind of plays, um, that'll be his ceiling, obviously. Uh, but uh, we've seen the plays. We've seen what he can do. He just needs to put a full game together now. Um, it's just frustrating because you see it because you know he can do it and then and then he just throws bad, bad passes and a bad pick but <clears throat> yeah apart from that Neil what did you think of Trey? He,
3: he, he kind of played like I expected him to, to be honest he's, yeah. he, he's kind of where I thought he would be um, given the conditions I mean y- you can blame the conditions all you want because at the end of the day, there were two teams out there playing in the same yeah. condition, so you can't really put it down to that. Uh, I yeah. totally agree with what you're saying, Adjie. I think there were some players in there that made you go, "Oh, we've we've, we've kind of got something here," but there were also some first-year starting quarterback mistakes. That I like the way he's kind of uh, he's owned up to it in in the yeah. post-game interviews. It's I think it shows a bit of maturity about him that he said, "I missed this pass. I missed that pass." And he said, I think, near near the end of the interview, I have to get better. So I like how he's he's kind of owning it. But I I can't put any blame or anything on Trey last last night because, like I said, I I think he he is where I thought he would be at this point. Yeah, Yeah, there were some flashes there. Yeah, there were some mistakes there. But seeing the panic over social media...
1: Oh, God.
3: (laughs) Put Jimmy back in, put... (laughs) You no. can't give up. You can't give up on the lad that that quickly, just no. based based on that one performance last night. Um, hopefully next week we're going we're, we're at home to Seattle, better yeah. conditions, drier. Hopefully we'll see a, a little bit more of a clinical trail, Lance, and he puts some of those kind of like big plays together a little bit more than he did last night. Paul,
0: what 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 are you thinking, Paul? I mean, if you came away from the game and the first thing you did, lads, was blame Trey Lance, for me, the odds are you were looking to do that before the game started. Yeah, definitely. It it, it was far from perfect, gents. I'm not going to come on here and say Trey Lance was a superstar. I agree with both of you. I was encouraged, Lee, to be honest. He was exactly like what Neil and Nadjiv said. We had flashes. We had ups and downs. That one, uh, Croft, Nadji, me and you turned to each other in the bar and we were like, that just comes, Lee, because they haven't had the reps. And Croft went one way, Trey put it another way. But, I mean, some of the some of the throws that Jimmy had, I mean, that one to Jennings, Nadji. Yeah. Me you, Me and you turned around to Jay Peplow because when you left the first publy to go and check in, Jay Peplow was giving his opinion on how he doesn't think Trey Lance is ready. so yeah, there was a bit of banter, wasn't it, Najee? So when he put that one into Jennings, me and you were like high fiving and we were like, This is what Jimmy couldn't do, and this yeah. is why Trey was, was in was in the team. Does that make sense, Amar?
1: No, no, you're right. Um yeah, we forgot to mention we kind of recorded a bit of a bit of a preamble podcast. I don't know if Lee's gonna put it before or after this, but you would have heard Jay or you you're gonna hear Jay a view. Later or before or, or you already know or <laughs> figure that out. Um, no, I agree with you. I think you know it. It's kind of like rookie QB thing. I just I just thought a little bit better would have won us the game. It didn't need much more, and uh, I, I think he's got it in him. So he, he could have won us the game, but he didn't. So it's it's one of them. It's just like mm. he didn't lose us the game, but he could have won it and and he didn't. Um, Lee, do you want to talk about the rest of the offense? Maybe because oh, honestly, you, you got. Something else to say about Trey?
2: No, I think you pretty much covered it about Trey. I, I think you're right. He showed flashes of brilliance. Um, he made us nervous every time he dived head first uh, the mm-hmm. Just heart-in-the-mouth type of uh, moments. He he did some things that weren't great. I mean, even more than that, he completed them, which everybody was over the moon about. The, the Jawan Jennings um, passed down the left-hand side. I mean, Jawan Jennings had to come back or had to slow down because Europa, it was underthrown. Yeah. Um, so you will get better with that, but you will get better with the reps. Um, as you said, I, I think, or as Paul said, anybody who is already calling for trade to be removed, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. came into this game, into this season, hoping that he would fail. And if that's the case, and, and it's obvious who those people are, then you're not a fan. You're not a fan of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Um, what I would suggest you do is once... Jimmy is traded, or if Jimmy is traded, go follow him wherever he is. If, if that's who you're going to follow, Jimmy, not the
1: It'll team. be a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, as far as the, the rest of the offense is concerned, so, Najee mentioned social media, the whole meltdown, and I saw a load of posts about how garbage our O-line was. So, when I watched the game in 40, that's what I was concentrating on. Um, particularly... Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford. And to be honest, the O-line didn't play too badly. No. People saying, well, he's not protecting um, Lance. He had a lot of time in the pocket at times. He did. It was his, the, the speed of his decision-making or the fact that the uh, wide receivers were not open. Um, he spent too long in the pocket. He had the ball for too long. And it's bound to look bad if your quarterback scrambling all the time after he's been stood there for a good five seconds deciding, well, what am I going to do with the ball? That's just the in- inexperience of Trey. It's not to do with the O-line. I-, I think there was maybe two or three players where I thought, oh, jeez, the O-line's just let them come straight through there. Two or three players in a whole game isn't particularly bad. Yeah. So I was, I was quite happy that uh, once I'd watched the game in 40, I thought, you know what, our O-line... Doesn't stink as bad as what everybody s- says it does on social media, so I wanted to make that point. Um, yeah, as no, far
1: as- I, I, I agree with you, and I, I I made a point of watching that as well because I was seeing the noise, and I just wanted to make a you know opinion for myself. And uh, I think the couple of pressures that we gave up actually didn't come from the middle, but from our favorite right tackle, as as per usual. I would say he's not a pass blocker. You know, that's we know he's not going to be perfect every time. So
2: well, well yeah. So- Strangely enough, two of them came from Trent Williams.
1: And and Trent mm. on, on our left tackle on them. But I think McGlinchey had, you know, his woes as per, as per usual. And then he does that and then it goes in a run and destroys someone. So it's just, you know, it's it's, it's McGlinchey, right? It's yeah. just, we know where we go for him.
0: I think the problem, Nadja, was it was the interior of the offensive line. Because I don't think Aaron Banks I don't think Brendel had a, a great game. You're right. It, I think you add in a couple of penalties. I mean, I watched it back as well. I got in and I forgot Trent Williams had done a a full start. McGlinchey Mm -hmm. got absolutely embarrassed on a third down sack by Dominique Robinson on a play that I'd totally forgotten about. And I think you'll chuckle, Lee. I've stayed off social media pretty much today. For people listening, I wasn't in a great frame of mind this morning. A bit too much (laughs) alcohol. Um, And then I posted some of the pictures, Lee, but... I've stayed away from it because I kind of knew what it was going to be. Talking to a couple of Americans in the bar last night, they were saying straight away, the trade Jimmy tweets were starting at the end of the third quarter and it was like, wow. And the weather, I know we're going to touch upon it, but the weather kind of being easy for the offensive line. And I know it was the same for both teams, chaps, but I do think that is a factor as well. And I'm not overly worried at this point, Lee.
2: Yeah, yeah, neither am I. I'm not overly worried. Um, I'd just like
3: to... Um, sorry, Lee, sorry. Um, yeah, no just problem. Just to add uh, to a point that you were saying about Trey Lance having a bit of time. Usually when you look at an interception, you kind of you think to yourself, the quarterback shouldn't have thrown that. But when you see the re- replay of the Trey Lance interception that Eddie Jackson picked off, that that throw was on. And like you said, it, he, he was there. The timing was just off, he needed to get that ball out of his hand a hair quicker and that was a completion and that was a first down every day of the week he just held on to the ball just a, a little bit too long Yeah. and I remember seeing it and in the bar thinking to myself he needs to get that out quicker because the, mm-hmm. cause it was on, he held on to it too long and a, a safety like Eddie Jackson, who, who we all know can pick the ball off he's yeah. going to jump on that every day of the week so I think he just needs to get a little bit quicker with
1: his, his decision making yeah, but that comes with experience and know, reps. The, yeah, yeah. And reps. You know the whole, the whole trope of the game has to slow down. It's it's true. It has yeah, to. yeah. It has to go faster for his progression and and trust trust the process as well. Right? just and he has done it last year. You know, throw for, for the receiver before he's open and trust that he'll get open and catch the ball. Don't. Absolutely. You know, don't wait for it to flash open because in the NFL that's usually too late.
3: Yeah, you,
0: you may get away with that in college but you're not going to yeah, get away absolutely. with it in the NFL. No, I, absolutely. I mean, we recorded that the show Nadji mentioned in in the pub and we were all talking Nagy, on Thursday about are we going to run the ball you know, 30 mm. to 40 times and when I looked at the stats league, I was quite surprised to see that we had 37 rushes last night for 176 yards and I think if you looked at that stat line alone you'd probably think oh well won the ball, controlled the clock, they've won the game. And I was quite surprised to see us trying to pass the ball, but uh, it isn't all doom and gloom. Um, there was some positive starts. And to be honest with you, gents, that Debo touchdown, that was just amazing to be able to celebrate that in the bar. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I think that's why well, our voices are a little bit sore. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> Debo shant. Uh, yeah. Let, let's talk, let's talk um, rushing. Um, Obviously, we lost Mitchell again. Um, starting to be a, a bit of a problem. This They're running back can't, that can't stay healthy. Um, I mean, this is good for you, Paul. We might see a good dose of Jonathan Mason next week. Um, but yeah, Lee, what do you think of our rushing attack? I, I, I thought the Bears did what the Rams did to us last year, where they decided to stop down and you know yeah looked, yeah, yeah we run for a one sure. seven six but
2: that. So. What, once we lost mitchell I, I was expecting us using both wilson and um jordan mason yeah. and jordan mason just wasn't there he didn't get i don't think he got in the field no definitely. um he, he certainly didn't have a carry so no. I, I was quite surprised about that especially given what we said when we recorded the um the early afternoon podcast at the head yeah. of steam I thought potentially Jordan Mason would get quite a few carries because of the type of running back he is. Um, So, yeah, that that was a little bit surprising. Um, Jeff Wilson did a a good job when he came in. Um, Obviously, I did mention that both Jeff Wilson and Jordan Mason are the same type of frame set and running back. Uh, And because of the experience of Jeff Wilson, he's probably going to get more reps. Didn't expect him to get all of them, but it is what it is. Um, our Russian attack, yeah. Again, I looked at the all line. Were they as effective as what we've been last year? No, but were we going to be? Because we lost two really good players in, um, like in Tomlinson and Alex Mack. I yep. thought they did enough to help the running backs. Um, I can't really complain because of the amount of yards we got. So take three out there. We still went over hundred yards rushing.
1: Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah, so true.
2: R- as far as the Russians. Concerned, mind you, hadn't said that. I mean, you look at Trey, you look at Debo, who's not a running back, and then you look at how much, how many yards our running back's got. Then yeah. maybe he's looking at it that way. You start to get a little bit concerned of how we're using players.
1: So, I'm, I'm actually, I've got a bit of a pet peeve with Jeff Wilson. I thought he was pretty bad um, yesterday. Um, definitely a step down from Mitchell you could clearly tell when he came in he just didn't have that break attack, or second burst kind of speed um, that Mitchell had Uh, and the stats confirm that you know 6.8 average for Mitchell and 2.4 for for Jeff Wilson so yeah Neil would you would you start TDP TDP next week
3: I I think Wilson will get the start yeah um but I'm glad you said that, Najib, because I'm a, have a similar feeling about Jeff Wilson that I'm not overly impressed with him, yeah. um, and it and it kind of showed last night when Mitchell went off, we lost that that step, and like you say, Lee, I was surprised that Mason didn't even get a look in because that would have been a prime point to to okay, let's let's see what Mason can do along with Wilson like a tandem kind of thing. And we put it all on Wilson's shoulders, which I was quite surprised at. But again, like you say, Lee, I'm not overly concerned about the running. Like we said, like Paul said, 37 attempts, 176 yards. It. Nah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not too worried about that, to be honest. I'm more worried. I think we're going to touch on this a little bit later about as a ill-disciplined than we are, than I am uh, the rushing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to go? Do you want to talk anything about the wide receivers?
1: Yeah, I I was quite surprised and happy to see John Jennings having a, a, a kind of a big game. Um, I thought we went away from Ayuk too soon. We should have carried on targeting him. He got two targets, which I don't think is enough. Um, but, I mean, the conditions were so atrocious. Um, trying to establish some kind of passing game is very, very difficult. And even the Bears really didn't have one if it wasn't for that fifty one yard touchdown. I think the the toll is, is a seventy yard passing. So um if it, I don't know, it's, it's yeah, I, the condition was so bad it's hard to put a uh, you know judgment on, on how good or bad we were and I think missing kill is absolutely gigantic. Um it's probably just, you know, the reliable target Trey looked at during training camp and then all of a sudden, it's Tyler Croft and, and Rose Twally, who just are good players, but they're not—they're not Josh Carroll. So, um, so yeah, I, we'll see. I, it's week one, right? Uh, everything you you try and think about is just you're trying to take care with a pinch of salt and uh, <clears throat> try not to overreact too soon, too fast. Um, but yeah, I, because we should have won that game, we should have been up twenty-one, nothing at the half. Um, I think we would feel, the start would have probably been the same, uh, had we won that game 21 Um and we would probably talk completely different right now. I think the fact that we just let them come back and win that game makes us feel like we went very good, but I, I, we played a good game, and we just couldn't score touchdowns, which uh, this is what you need to do to win games, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: Before we move on from wide league, I think everyone in the bar was stunned when Danny Gray was a healthy scratch. Yeah. And yeah. I, I did think McLeod had a good game, Nadji. Yeah, he did, end. yeah. So, but you're right with Ayuk. Um, I think after the pass interference, I think it was strange, wasn't it? He, he did the pass interference, and I think Shanahan just, like you said, moved away from him. But uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw in there, that McLeod had a good game. So,
2: so what did you think of that pass interference? Call? No, that's, I, I oh, thought, oh that's
1: bull. Yeah. We all know... Absolute BS. We all know that. <laughs> it's yeah. a
3: contact sport, and if you if, all he did was put his hand in his chest and he gets, yeah, uh, that was that, uh, pathetic, yeah. is what I'd
1: call that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad call, but you know, it is what we, it don't, is. we don't talk about the rest of this show. I was
0: about to yeah. say, as Najee <laughs> always says, gents, we don't blame the referees, but yeah, the call I thought it was a bit soft, late to be honest, but. We're not blaming the referees, as Nancy said, just for a bit of clarity. Yeah, I
2: completely agree. I I think it was down to the seven guys that were on the field that were neither part of the Bears or the 49ers (laughs) organisation. They they had a particularly bad game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's week one. They always um, call game very differently um, than they do the rest of the year. They just tighten everything so much. Um, But you, you know just don't give them the opportunity to throw that flag just don't do mm-hmm. it and then you're a professional football player and we're going to talk about it on defense in a minute um you know you know the rules just don't don't let them even have an inch of doubt and then and then you don't get yourself in this position i mean that one was kind of <laughs> yeah that was a really bad one but again just don't give them the chance and then you don't talk about it
2: so, one more thing before we move off the offence. Do we think we actually maximised the players available to us when the weather was kind? No.
3: No. Like been like, like, like said, I think we moved away from Ayuk a little bit too yeah. quick. We I,
0: did. I
3: mean, I don't know how the Bears were defending him. Were they, were they double-teaming t- him or anything? I'm, no. I'm not sure. But... Uh, I was expecting a little bit more from my hook based on what he's done through the off season. It's clearly been Lance's favourite target. So yeah. I was expecting yeah. a little bit more. But maybe 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 maybe
0: we'll see that week two. It's because yeah, one Lee, like Najee said, we should have been twenty one nil up. That's yeah. So I, I don't know if that's where you were going, Najee.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I was just gonna say because the way the game was going and I, I think we all fed down a part of that. Even though we weren't uh the the bears hadn't done anything at that point and all they could do is free an hour or, you know, get get picked off and whatever. So I think we felt so much in control that we didn't feel the need to, to do so, that we would have that game. And obviously it kind of went away from us when when they got the city play to Pettis, which was kind of part luck, part really well done by Fields. Um so, yeah, I, you know, uh, when you have momentum on your side, you just think that everything is all rainbows and sunshine, and then all of a sudden the game takes turns for the worse, and then and then you're behind. But I think it might have been, you know, Kyle's week one, getting back into his rhythm as well. Um, I don't particularly think he called a very good game, but um, he has tendencies to do that sometimes. And, and and the adjustment at halftime, I just, I don't think he's, he's good enough at that yet. And um, that's something he really needs to work on to uh open up the playbook in half time and change slightly what we do or you know, put the nail in the coffin of what they do bad and, and you know, hammer that point to to like just take the game over. He's um he's never done it and he really needs to start doing it because it's customers games. Um I don't know what you think but
2: yeah, completely agree with that. I mean we've kind of said this for the last four seasons. Yeah, we but, are. Um, Shanahan's play calling can be suspect at times. Um, obviously, he, he, some of the offensive schemes he, he dreams up was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, they're a joy to watch, but every now and again he kind of gets caught in this rut where he's trying the same thing time and time again. He's stubbornly going ahead with it, doesn't change it. And yeah. if if you compare it to like the English Premier League, it'd be like looking at a manager who you know what the the, the Inept at changing things when things are going bad. When yeah. things are going well, they can change things up and it goes even better. But once you get into a particular rut, he just seems to get stuck there. So it doesn't—it doesn't feel as though he's actually progressing. Yeah. How you okay. think a head coach should? Um, so yeah, that that was disappointing. But again, I don't think you, you can't put it down. To, you can't really put it down to one thing. And um, no. there was, there is one thing that everybody was concentrating on. We will talk about it in the middle, uh, in a minute. Um, but yeah, I think to blame one person or one thing is harsh, especially given the conditions. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's easy to say it. both teams played in those conditions. Yeah, they did, but it's not your normal conditions. And then, yeah, I know it sounds I'm making excuses again. The Bears did a really good job. They adjusted. They were yep. ready for those conditions. We weren't. Simple as that. The better yep. team on the day won. So I'll, I'll just draw that in the, that line in the sand to say, I'm not making excuses. We've got to be probably a better football team on the day.
3: I think on on, on the subject of Shanahan, I think I refer, refer to it sometimes that he can't get out of his own way sometimes. He tries he tries to be a little bit too clever. We all know he's a great, great player, play caller yeah. and schemer and all that. But so, sometimes you just want, a little bit of simpleness, you know what I mean? You just want a, a simple yeah. play instead of all this outlandish kind of stuff. It's like, Kyle, just get out your own way and keep it simple for a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, so over to the opposite side of the ball. Let's talk mm. defence. Now, I want to start with a bit of a strange statement, but it could have been a really bad night for Paul. If things had gone differently on that first offensive play for the Bears. <laughs> had Sammy Womack pulled that ball in and ran it in for a pick six on that very first play, the box would have exploded.
1: Oh my God, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. yeah
2: I think we would have completely lost it. Paul um, <laughs> Pop, Pop was sat at home now thinking, my God, I was so hungover this morning it could have been so, much worse. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was so about, much worse. I was about to say, me, I called I called a ball prediction every time Womack did something, you got a fireball. Christ almighty, if that was right me, <laughs> I think you'd be feeling as rough as I was. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: to, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, a little bit off topic, but I kind of stayed away from the uh, fireballs until right towards the very end. Yeah, same. And um, Paul Scrimshaw got us with one. Yeah. And then it kind of snowballed from there. <laughs> it was like everybody had gone mental. Fireball, yeah. fireball, fireball. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it could have been much worse now for me as well. I'm glad I didn't go down that route of uh, taking a shot every time somebody mentioned Womack.
1: So, <laughs> well, considering I uh, had his jersey on, that would exactly. be but <laughs> <Exactly. idea. laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, let, let's this, talk it, about the defence. No, but it's, you know what? It's interesting that you talk about this play because... Um, it, it's kind of like the, the perfect example of the, the whole game that we played it was we, everything that could have gone wrong on that yesterday kind of kind of did and it, it was just a game of oh so close um you know and that play was is, is the, the the you know the flag bearer the for, for, for yeah the epitome of that of that um of that game i think because we we, we all fought it and he, he was so close and then he kind of disappeared after that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the rest of the defense.
2: So, rather than going through a position group or a particular player, let's talk about discipline on the defense. Sure. Yeah. So, what, mean, did, what did you make of the discipline?
1: I mean, it's just not good enough. Um, this you know, it's killed us in the past, and it it's killing it's killed us yesterday. Uh, those. Those big 15-yard penalties um, on a team that, I think Bosa said it, that doesn't move the ball. It's it's just huge, keeping drives alive. On third down as well, you're just about to get off the field, and then you give up absolutely stupid penalties because you can't see that the guy is sliding, and you know he's going to slide. Just don't hit him in the head. You've played this game long enough. It's not like they've... Insta- Installed this rule last year, and it's all new, and we're trying to adjust it. Yeah, it's just not good enough. Um, and uh, that's the margin in the NFL. If you're going to give up a hundred yards of, of of you know penalties, that's basically giving them a touchdown, and we lost by nine points. So there you go. You know, that's yeah, just
0: not good enough. It was the fourth most penalties we've committed like under Shanahan since he he became the head coach. Like you said there, Nadji, there was three penalties on three separate drives, which we all groaned, which extended the players, and ultimately should have been 21 points for Chicago because their kicker missed a couple. And like you said, that was the difference for me. I mean, they were all on third down as well. And that play Nadji talked about, Lee, when um, Fields was giving himself up, there wasn't one 49er fan in that bar Mourning about the referee. All of us turned and said, "Why? Why have you done that?" And it, yeah. it was—it was very frustrating. And again, we're not making excuses. Lee said it quite well. The Bears adjusted; they, they won the game. But when you look at that the fourth most penalties, it's a little bit of a worry because we always bang the drum about the culture, the fact that we've got a good football team, good discipline. Like you said, Naji, it was a bit of a worry for me yesterday. That side of things creeping in.
3: Yeah. On the the subject of the penalties, one particular stat kind of sticks out to me. First downs from penalties, we had one, the Bears had five. So we gave them five first downs through penalties. I I don't know how many of them five were third down, but I would would think it's pretty much all of them. Yeah, I think so, maybe. And so you look at it this way, we gave away 12 penalties for 99 yards, nearly half of those went for first downs. Yeah. And
0: the score so, off them as well, Neil, which is what we said in the NFL,
3: you know, the, once. You, I hate pointing to one particular point in a game because there's so many variables in a game of football yeah. that you can't stick it down to one instance. But I put it down to one play last night. We lost the game on one play. And that was, we had the betters at third and five. I think it was a third and six. They had a running player off to the left. Bosa got into the backfield, blew it up. here finish the tackle off, and then for s- some reason, I don't know why, Dre-, Dre Greenlaw jumps over the top, grabs his face mask, gives yep. away a 15-yard penalty, and a couple of plays later, they score a touchdown to Dante Peterson. we give him in- enough green to run in then the Plains of Oklahoma. And it's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, you, you point it to that one play, and I can't help but think to myself, that is where we lost the game, and that one play, because we... We, we we had control of the game. We had them third down. They were almost punting. We were ten nil up, and you you just hand over the initiative and you hand over the, all the. I don't know. I, I mean, I look too, at I look at that play and I get so frustrated that that could have been where we lost the
0: game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the I good, go, the good go. thing
2: about that is it's fixable. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And to lift the mood, Nick Bosa looked like an absolute superstar in times. And I, I don't know why they don't see the holding calls on him that gene. I know people are going to say, oh, you're mourning typical 49er fans, but my God, Nick Bosa looked good again last night. So He
1: did. He did. I mean, our, our defence ball, I, we played, we were really good. They did absolutely nothing. And just again, just go look at the stats. Under, under 100 yards rushing and you know, a third of that is just in field scrambling around and being really good at it. And then barely 120 yards of passing offense and, one, and 50 of those on one play. So it's 70 yards of passing. Um, you can't ask much more of your defense, uh, you know, take, getting a pick uh, and being relentless in the backfield and getting so many tackles for loss and, and some sacks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought... And, Rightfully so, because we've called it. I thought we were really uh, our defense can be one of the best defenses in the league. Um, It's just it's just Dre needs to stop being so excited about making tackles. Um, I'm not quite sure where it comes from, uh, but he's been doing it recently, and I don't want to point fingers either, but it seems to be always him. Um, So yeah, it's just if we can, you know, if we can go back to no penalties or. The very minimum i don't want to be here again talking about josh norman getting 75 holding calls or whatever <laughs> so um yeah but i thought everybody played really well um you know bro- that broken touchdown is what, what you're going to do you can't cover everyone for that long especially when the guy's out of the pocket scrambling it's, it's pretty much impossible the second touchdown is a little bit of a um, I don't know. Completely blown out play again. I think we we <clears throat> we look bad on that play, but you know you can't be perfect every every play. Um, but yeah, I, apart from that, I thought we were excellent. And uh, it's all about Huff isn't it?
0: <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was just going to say. Was I was going to talk you, about man. Huff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> ninety crush. I didn't want to steal his thunder, Neil. Come on, that yeah, you, 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 you were celebrating. The at the point, mile last night. <laughs> I, I am <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
1: what Huff does to us now. Yeah, I mean, this is like, I think people can now realize why I don't like Jimmy Ward. It's because he doesn't do what Huff did yesterday. He was everywhere, all the time. Going peg, in the backfield, making tackle, blowing up plays. Um, This is what safeties do, and good ones. Um, That's what good safeties do. Um, And, it was never, I, I never not like Jimmy Ward because he's not a good player. I just don't like him because I, I think safeties are there to change the game, not to be safeties. The, the name of the position is completely irrelevant to what they're actually doing, in my opinion anyway. And uh, yeah, yesterday he showed up, he was the best player on the field. Um, and I'm very happy that he's, he's with us and I look forward to watching him every week. It's going to be so much fun.
0: You're underselling him out there, Nadji. He, looked, he looked like one of the best in the NFL last night. I mean, the stat line 11 tackles, Lee, yeah. two tackles for a loss, a pass defended, and the interception. My God, I enjoyed celebrating that one with you, Nadji. That, that, <laughs> that for you was your moment last night. Buddy.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: So good. So good.
2: Did he I, remind I, you of any any previous safety? Not yes, necessarily did me. 49ers. Don't, did say me. It, don't. don't say
1: it, don't say it, because he's got a long way to go to get it. Yeah, but to the level Troy was. <laughs>
3: yeah, the thing when you you do comparisons with players like you look at Huffanger's uh, heritage is Polynesian. Troy oh. Polamalu Polyne- yeah. was Polynesian, and yeah. then people automatically go, "There's a there's a comparison in there," and I think that's lazy sometimes. But it's I, the absolutely. style of his play. It. It's I the style of his gonna... play. Yeah, exactly. Because you look at Polamalu, it was not. The, the most physically gifted athlete, but his instincts were absolutely off the chart. Yeah. It was one step ahead of everyone. It, it, his, inst- <laughs> his instincts got him out of trouble.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
3: And you saw that from from Hufanga last night. You saw the replay, and he was sniffing out players before they were coming, and he was, and he was blowing them up in the backfield, and that's what... I don't want to say it, but that's who he was. No, reminding no, me I of know, I know.
1: I know. It's just, it's just such a high bar. It is, yes, Because, yeah, yeah. because Troy, Troy Polamalu is maybe, maybe the, the best safety that's ever played the game, or very close to anyway. So, yeah. you know, it's, this is his second year he's, he's a starter now. Let's let's give him some room but, but, to grow. But, but it's incorrect. Say, a great,
3: yeah, say yeah. that. Say that again, Adi. This is his second year. It's his yeah, first yeah, year but, as a starter. So he's. I think he's just going to get better and better. I, so. I was just I about so. to
0: say there, Neil, I thought you were going down the same chain as me. So, Funga last year, Nadji? you'll be the first to admit. He showed flashes, but he had some grown pains, didn't he? Didn't yeah, play great as a rookie. So, you link that in back to Trey Lance, because that's be end the conversation. I was a bit disappointed with Gibson, who started next to him. I think, you know, he dropped the interception. That would have prevented yeah, the that's touchdown. Cool. Big and one. Though. He was responsible, Najee, for the coverage uh, failure that led to the final touchdown. And I only know that, Lee. Because I was stood next to Nadji, and he talked me through it play by play, which was awesome. So I had my own little independent person calling the players last night. And when it was happening, he was telling me it, it was just great for my knowledge. So, yeah, I was a bit disappointed with Gibson compared to how good Huffanga was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what, I'm not saying Jimmy Ward would have not done it, but it, Gibson's not been with us that long. And, um, is you know, if, if you can sign somebody week free of training camp, it's Probably because there's a reason for it, right? And uh, unfortunately, had to play and and we kind not pay the price. But yeah, um, Lee, you've been quiet about.
2: Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm just getting my thoughts together. whether or not there's anybody I pick out on defence who I thought could have been better, I, I think if there's anything, and as you've already mentioned, him Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, I, I think Dre was found wanting at times um he was a little bit sloppy and he kind of got like that halfway through last season if i'm honest he
1: did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when he, he came did. back from his injury was like that's that. right
2: he didn't really close out the season very well he didn't look yeah. great um yeah. and i just thought it was just rust after coming back after that um after that injury yeah but so far after last night's game he hasn't really set the world alight for me not like he did 2 se- 2 3 seasons ago um hopefully it'll change but to be honest, I think I mentioned this in one of the uh, the preseason previews. I'm actually expecting Dre Greenlaw to be gone next year. I yep. don't think we'll offer him a contract because it'll be more expensive than what we are willing appear. Yep. Um. So this is essentially going to be his last season with the 49ers. because I'm I'm absolutely convinced if he goes to the free agent market, somebody's going to pick him up. So this year sure. is a contract year for him. He's going to be he should be trying to play a lights out. Um and he might not be the miss that we think he's going to be next year. I would have definitely liked to have seen Burks play a, a bigger role yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it would have been nice to see. Um, I mean, again, though, we didn't really need it, did we? They did They did nothing. So it was just like, there's no need to change things when everything's going so well on, on defence. And yeah, we, you mentioned it, we could have had another pick, which I think might have sealed the game, because we were still telling. Ten nothing up at the time, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's encouraging to see the the defense playing that well for that long because they're on the field for for a while uh, at times. Um, but yeah, um, it's week one, so let's look at all the positives. And I, I, we're looking good. I I'm, I have my hopes up for next week. If
3: we're gonna play the worst game of the year, let let it be the first game. Yeah, get it out get it out of the way early and move on.
0: I think yeah. what's funny as well, Lee, before we move on, the Bears rightly so celebrated like it was their Super Bowl win. But at half-time, like Natty said, our defensive line totally stuffed them up. Justin Fields wasn't doing anything. It was 7-0, but it could have been 21-0. And the mood was reflected at half-time. The reason for me the night went so well is we had the half-time draw where we gave some prizes away. The atmosphere was good. None of us were worried at half-time. It wasn't like we were sat yeah. chatting, thinking, oh, this is going wrong, this is going wrong. But, like... Neil said earlier, which was a good point, and Nadji says all the time about the momentum shifting, takes one player, and then yep. that Pettis touchdown. Anybody but bloody Dante Pettis. And when he did that <laughs> stupid dance, Lee, I think we yeah. were all like, ah!
2: <laughs> yeah, anybody but Dante Pettis. I mean, to, to be fair to him, he had absolute brilliant flashes of brilliance in his first season, it and did. then he just faded away. He mm-hmm. didn't seem to have the work ethic. Yep. certainly didn't like to uh, get hit. So, to find himself with nobody around him in, in the middle of Soldier Field to get that touchdown, he'll be an over the moon thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to hit us today.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had one catch, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all he did the whole game. So, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Is there anything else you want to discuss about last night's game?
1: Like uh, we, I have you missed was, anything? Um, I would just want a quick shout out to Ray McLeod in the re- returning game. I think it was quite nice. That uh, like it felt safe every time he got that ball. Uh, you know, especially wet balls like that. And now, whether when you're gonna field a punt or, or a kickoff, and you know he tries, he tries to return it. None of these. Uh, he'll do a fair catch if he has to, but he's tried a couple, and it's encouraging. I think. I think we'll, he'll probably. Uh, Score a couple this year, as as we said on the uh, the bold prediction. Or was it three? I can't remember.
2: <laughs> no, I can't remember how many that was. <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, thank you very much for joining me on tonight's show.
1: Thank you. was too. Yeah.
2: Thank you to everybody that listens to the show. Please remember to subscribe and download the show. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49er Faithful UK. Until next time, go Niners. Good
0: at us. love the San Francisco 49
1: is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark, Garrison Hurst, Sniff going 99, don't get it twisted, run it all with five time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice, down the sideline, NDB,
0: greatest on the up, all time, groove Walgreen, yeah. bill Belly Check with all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.